Hey, what's up, Cougar fans? Welcome back to the Holy City Hoops podcast. Thanks for joining us. Got another great show for you today. Harrison Bound is this week's guest. Y'all remember Harrison, former Hooper at the college, uh, frequent guest of this program last season. He comes on to talk about a pair of games, starting with the Oklahoma State game. Seems like that game was forever ago, but it was the last time the Cougars were at home. Harrison knows the game of basketball much better than I do, so he joins to give us a recap of that game. He was in the stands, and we're going to put a bow on that game, wrap it up. Then we'll move on to the most recent game. So the Cougars were on the road for their first road game of the season at Marshall, picked up a 10-point win, now 1-0 and on the road. We talked to Harrison about the state of the team right now, what's been impressive to him, where are the areas where the Cougars are still a work in progress. So I think you're going to enjoy his insights there. And then we're going to look ahead to the upcoming games. So the Cougars are going to stay on the road for a while, um, starting this weekend with a game at UCF down in Orlando before the big tournament out in California starting Thanksgiving Day. Uh, The Cougars will open against Wake Forest in their Wooden Legacy tournament out there. I do want to give a shout out to everybody who showed up to the Oklahoma State game. Thank you to everybody who was chatting Holy City Hoops on Twitter during the game. Everybody sending us pictures. Really awesome to see uh, a a raucous atmosphere at TD Arena. And thanks for including us as part of that. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, however you like to follow us. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and we'll keep you updated all season long. So Oklahoma State recap, Marshall recap, looking ahead to the next couple road games with Harrison Bound. It's all coming up next on the Holy City Hoops podcast. All right, I'm very pleased to welcome in our good pal Harrison Bound to the Holy City Hoops podcast. Harrison, what's going on, man? How you doing? It's uh, great to be back on here, ready to talk some CFC hoops uh, over the past couple games. That's what we love to do around here. Let's uh, let's start with the Oklahoma State game before we move into the Marshall game. Uh, you were there. I was watching on TV. I know you have been part of some big games at TD Arena, but the atmosphere seemed awesome. Uh, how would you say it stacked up against uh, some other big opponents that came through? Yeah, you know, I think it was one of the best we've ever had. Um, you know, I came in right after the, the UNC year, um, so I don't know what that specific game was like, but I can tell you from my time playing St. John's and Louisville um, and obviously the LSU upset at home, that atmosphere uh, for the Oklahoma State game was just as good as any. And obviously we saw the tweet go out a couple days ago about it being a, a record for student attendance, and it was, it was obvious. I mean, students were great. Fans were loud. They were there early. It was a, a really great atmosphere inside TD Arena. Yeah, shout out to the students who set a new record for, for student attendance. I think it was over 1,000. And for a Wednesday night game, a late start game, nine o'clock start, that's a pretty awesome turnout to get uh, to get that many people in TD Arena. So props to the marketing department and uh, and everybody who helped put that together. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've obviously gotten a chance to play at every other CAA team, and there's nobody that has the fans like we do. And our fans travel, but especially at home. I mean, TD Arena is a special place, and and the fans make it really great. Absolutely. So unfortunately, the the final score did not go the Cougars' way. Uh, I think they did a lot of things really well, especially in the first half. Uh, second half, things kind of took a, a downward turn. But I guess we'll just start with uh, you know you being a former player and and being on the sidelines for this game. What were your overall takeaways? 
Um, you know, that was obviously a tough second half to watch. And, and really, to me, there was a six, seven-minute stretch in the second half that was the whole difference in the game uh, where they really extended that lead out to, I think it was nine or 11 points, and then just kind of put us away from there. Um, you know, you'd like to see us come out a little better in the second half, especially with some of the momentum we had in the first half and going into the break tied and some guys playing well and shooting the ball well um, at the half. But but ultimately, it's still really early, um, and, I, and I wasn't too worried about the Cougars losing that game. Obviously, you'd love to get an upset against an Oklahoma State team, but um, overall, you know, I don't think there's much to be worried about with the CFC team. Yeah, I think in the first half, the most encouraging thing was you saw the ceiling of this team. You saw Grant Riller getting and ones. You saw them out in transition. You saw them playing good team defense, re- out rebounding a, a much bigger team. And we should note that their main shot blocker, your NA, uh, Oklahoma State's shot blocker, picked up two early fouls. So him not being there to protect the basket definitely helped Charleston manufacture some offense and they got to the line. Uh, Riller got to the cup a couple times, but um, we should also note that Thomas uh, Ziagua had a huge game, almost swung the game in his own right, seven for 10 from three. And Harrison, I think for the most part, the defense was okay on him. So I, I could see how that, that kind of shot making could be dispiriting in the second half. Yeah. I mean, he, he hit big shot after big shot and it felt like it was every time we were close or would make a big play, he'd come back and just put a dagger in us. And so yeah. anytime you're playing against somebody who goes seven for 10 from the three point line and, and most of those shots were well contested, it, it's tough to beat that, you know, I mean, that that's 21 points that he's not normally averaging and um, it, he just went off. I mean, he, he was lights out. It was impressive to watch, but obviously disheartening as a Cougar fan. There were two plays in the first half where I think everybody got up out of their seats. The Riller to Richard Alleyoup, and then the Trayvon Reddish to O.C. Smart, little pick-and-roll action that, that led to a Smart and one. W- was there something that stood out about the Cougar offense to you in, in the first half or, or any particular play or anything like that? Yeah, to me, you know, I was telling one of my friends, I felt like that was the best I'd seen an Earl Grant offense look was that first half of that game. I really felt like, we were out in transition. We were moving the ball. We were driving, kicking. Guys just looked like they were in a in a good motion offense, and they were playing off of each other, and they were hitting the right passes, making shots. Obviously, the, the OC dunk was great to finish through contact like that. Um, getting out in transition to uh, Jalen Richard's dunk was was fantastic, and the crowd went nuts. Um, to me, this this Cougar team is going to be at their best when they're getting stops and getting out in transition. And then in the half court, running their offense like that. That's that's when this team, like you said, is going to reach their ceiling. So do you think what changed the most in the second half was was on the offensive end for the Cougars or for the defensive end? Because, they, I mean, they were taking a lot of threes that were not going in. I, I know that was frustrating to some fans. And Oklahoma State kind of got rolling with, with Ziagua and some, some other guys. So where, where do you think they came up short in the, in the second half? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, Ziagua obviously hitting big shots hurts you. Um, you're not able to get out in transition. They shot a little better in the second half. But also, you know, if you're taking as many threes as we did in the second half and missing them, and it's a it's a one-and-done offense, you know, you're, you're always going to be hurting at that point. Um, you're kind of living and dying by the three. And so I'd almost like it if, if we, you know, did that extra pass. And it's not that those shots were bad. 
It's just that if you make one or two extra extra passes, you might get a great shot. You might get a, a dunk at the rim. Uh, you might get fouled going on a drive. So I feel like in the in the second half, we maybe settled for too many threes, and it didn't really feel like we were attacking the hoop as much. I thought Grant did a great job of, of getting in the lane and kicking out for open shots, and, and guys just missed shots. And I think that this team – at times this year is going to really live and die by that three point shot. But if we can get some guys really driving to the rim and making that one extra pass, I think we could be really dangerous. Yeah. It it did kind of seem like the ball would stop after Riller would give it up. And a lot of those shots were open, you know, a lot of the Sam at at the top of the arc or, you know, Zep or Brevin, those shots were open, but you're not you you like you said you could get a better shot moving it around a little bit more maybe attacking again because Riller was getting a lot of attention so you you are up a man in in some of those situations yeah you know it's one of those things where you're never going to tell those kids not to take that shot I mean those are shots they're comfortable taking and are within the offense but if you know you've missed a couple you know maybe it's time you pump fake take a couple dribbles see if you can get to the rim if not maybe it's you know one more kick or, or two more passes to get an even better shot um, but it really wasn't wasn't bad shots. I think guys that we believe in as shooters just didn't knock them down, and you're going to have nights like that. Do you think we're a good three-point shooting team right now? I don't think so right now. Um, I feel like this team's kind of been um, promoted as that, and you look at the lineup and you expect it. Um, I think there are good shooters on this team, but it's one of those things where they, they've got to either get their confidence up or hit their stride or, or whatever it may be. And, and in the season's early, and you see this in college hoops, NBA hoops, guys are never shooting great at the beginning of the year. Um, and so I think in the next couple games, I expect our team to kind of find their rhythm uh, as a shooting team and start to, to prove to everyone that they are a good shooting team. Um, but obviously a, a five for or a, yeah five for 27 um, in that game, that's a, that's a pretty rough mark to be shooting. Uh, from three-point line. You'd love to see that average at somewhere in the, the 28 to mid-30s. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not sure I'm okay with that volume of threes at that percentage. Um, you know, another good thing about this game, uh, someone we haven't touched on yet, Jalen McManus really came out to play. Uh, new career high for him and seemed to be the guy who who could score one-on-one against the, the Oklahoma State bigs. Uh, so I was really impressed with his game and and good to see a senior leader kind of step up in that spot. Yeah, you know, I mean, I remember talking about him with you at the end of uh, last year doing the podcast, and he was one of those guys where you felt like if he could just take that next step forward, he could be special. And obviously he was a special recruit coming into CFC, and he's never really had to play the minutes that he's playing uh, this year. Um, Even though he, he played a good bit last year, he's really taken on a new role this year. And if we can consistently get... Um, the kind of night that he had in that game, we're, we're going to be a good team. You know, if he can give us that 12, 15, 18 points a game and, and a couple rebounds, he's really dangerous at the four, four position. And he's got great size. He's got a good little post-up game. He can go to the basket. So he could really be an X factor for us uh, going down the rest of the year. Had a nice game against Marshall as well, uh, which we're going to get to in a sec here. But um, yeah, I mean... It's a Big 12 team, Oklahoma State is, coming into TD Arena. Awesome that the Cougars were able to hang with them for a long time, but shooting that percentage from three, trying to will shots in, um, Zepp, Brevin, and, and Jalen Richard combined for 12 points, which 
you would love to see those guys be a little bit more consistent, be able to step up a little bit more with all of the attention on Riller. So just wasn't their night offensively. Uh, I think I think the key to this game would be just learning from the positives in the first half. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Ziagua, you know, 21 points. If he doesn't hit, you know, say two of those threes, you know, all of a sudden it's a 10-point game. And then if Brevin, Zepp, or, or uh, Sam can get you, or Jalen Richard can get you five or six more points, now all of a sudden it's a one or two possession game um, and anybody's got a chance. And so it's early in the year. I think this team will be fine. Obviously you wish you could get a win like that um, and keep undefeated, but nights like that are going to happen and it's early and you learn from your mistakes and it only makes you better going into the end of the year. All right, let's switch gears. Then there was a more recent game. Uh, Cougars take their first trip on the road at Marshall come away with a 10 point victory let's let's start this one the same way we did it with OK State what stood out to you uh, a great night from Grant Riller I mean anytime you can go out there and have I think it was 22 points on nine for 12 shooting sick um, that's just a stellar night I mean that's what you want that's what you want out of your best players and obviously the the nine points and ridiculous what was it 30 seconds um, really showed just how talented he is he's, he's so fun to watch and so that stood out, obviously, um, although you kind of expect it from Grant because he just does it so often. But the other part is you, you got four of your starters in double figures. Um, and then uh, Sam Miller bringing you 13 off the bench. That's huge. I mean, if, if they can do that night in, night out, and it doesn't always have to be Sam off the bench. You know, maybe it's two guys off the bench getting you double figures. But if you can consistently get those four or five guys in double figures, our, our defense is good enough to, to win us a lot of games. I would say the same thing. Riller, 22 points, super efficient. And then you get four other starters, Jasper, Galloway, McManus. And I mean, Miller comes off the bench. He usually plays more minutes. He did this night with with OC and foul trouble. That's the recipe right there. I mean, that's what we've, I don't think we've seen that yet, except for maybe the exhibition game. But Riller leading the way with proper offensive support from the other guys that's what this team is going to have to do to to be successful and and be consistent. So, yeah, uh, I I agree wholeheartedly. And the Grant Riller stretch uh, for anybody who didn't see the game or didn't listen gets a steal, goes the other way for a dunk, gets another steal on the next possession, <laughs> goes in for another Showtime dunk, then hits a three on the next possession. I think that we were down six or seven, and then all of a sudden it's a, a whole new game at that yeah. point. And that's what he's capable of. I mean, that's what he brings to the table. That's why I believe he's an NBA talent. Um, he, he's kind of lightning in a pan. And so he, um, he he's just a special player, and it's so fun to watch, and it brings uh, such a great element to this team. And then the other two players that I just thought had great stat lines were, were Sam Miller going for 13 points and eight rebounds on six for seven shooting. I mean, that that's grown man stats right there, and, and he's kind of a stretch force. So if, if he's going out there and getting you 13 and eight, uh, on a nightly basis off the bench. That's incredible. And then Jalen uh, going six for 12, 12 points. Didn't hit any threes, but nine rebounds. Um, that's super impressive as well, especially at the four position. And so um, to me, those guys, those stat lines right there are just huge for, for our team because obviously we're not, we're not the team that's going to have a 6'11 Nick Harrison uh, to, to post up and throw the ball into and, and make moves. So we've got to kind of rely on some some other guys to get rebounds and score for us and maybe not in the paint. So those stat lines are just, just huge for this team. Yeah. Marshall was a big team 
Uh, they had a big guy in the middle who was who was pushing some Cougars around. So for McManus and Miller to flirt with double doubles, I mean that's awesome. And then McManus's threes, I had no issue with any of the ones he shot. His he was open. His form looked good. I totally trust him to take those shots. Probably could have had fifteen. Um, had one of those go, gone down. So yeah, yeah. To- totally totally agree and i mean honestly we, we didn't shoot the ball well again i mean going three for 14 um and only shooting 48 percent from the field which is is okay but the 21 percent from three isn't great obviously um but when you got guys finding other ways to score kind of like we talked about what they what they need to do in the oklahoma state game it shows you put up 76 points mm-hmm. and the defense holds marshall to 66 and and all of a sudden you win a game by 10 and so like I said, I think these guys are starting to figure it out. And uh, if they can continue to get those four or five guys in double figures, yeah, it's going to be a special the, year. The shooting was ugly once again. Um, you know, that's that's definitely a negative. But they shot 52% in the second half. The threes are, are still coming around, but uh, much better offensive execution in the second half. Also cleaned up the offensive rebo- rebounding issue that, that Marshall had. I think Marshall got a couple. Still had a lot of second chance points, but Cougars kind of cleaned that up. They also got blocked at the rim eight times in the first half. I think 10 for the game, so they kind of cleaned up that portion of it too. Um, They started doubling Marshall a little bit more. Defense got some runouts, and like you said with the Oklahoma State game, that's probably where the team's at their best. Get a stop, one and done, go the other way. Use your athleticism and your speed to, to boost that scoring. Yeah, I mean, that that's how uh, Coach Grant's built this team. You look at us, we're not a very big team. Um, we're very athletic. We've got a lot of length. Um, but we're we're playing essentially four guards. I mean, Jalen's a, a stretch four, really a three-man. And so uh, this team, like you said, it's going to be at their best when they're getting out in transition and running, uh, getting stops and, and um, getting a couple guys hitting threes, hopefully at some point. But it's, it's a road game. Uh, you're up in West Virginia. You know, you, you don't always expect to shoot well in games like that. And, and road games, honestly, is just try to find a way to win. And, and that's what they did. Right. We we talked about this a little bit uh, this week with, with the Cougars hitting the road. But, I mean, you've been in that situation. What's what's the mentality or what are the, the challenges of, of playing away from Charleston? Yeah, I mean, one thing that's great is CFC typically has a good group of fans that travels. But anytime you're playing on the road, um, you're either going into an environment that's crazy and, and the fans are amazing, or a lot of times you're going into an environment, especially at some of the smaller schools that, that don't have the support like we do, where it's it's a quiet gym. Uh, you've been on the road, whether it's a long bus drive or a plane ride the day before. You only get about an hour shooting around in the gym the night before and in the morning, so it's hard to get really comfortable and then, you know, in a place like Marshall, it's going to be pretty cold. So it's there's a lot of things to adjust, and it's really important to have that senior leadership uh, like we have on on this team from some of those guys. It's important for them to step up and make sure that the younger guys and the whole team know that, you know, this is a business trip. We're not up here to vacation in West Virginia. We're here to win a basketball game. Um, and so that that's really important to go in there with that mindset. And then the other key is just to try to steal it. Um, you want to do whatever you can to get road wins. They're so important. They're so tough. You just want to find any way that you can to get a win on the road. You know, I know Huntington, West Virginia is is teeming with nightlife and, and stuff to do, <laughs> but really proud of the guys for staying focused. Yeah, and, uh, it's a good thing they didn't go out the night before and hit up some coal mines or something. Who knows? Who knows, man? <laughs> uh, no, that's 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 good to know. Um, no, it, it is a business trip, and – 
this is still a young team. Uh, besides Grant's, Sam and Jalen, and Jalen's in a bigger role, Sam's in a much bigger role. So really, it's just Grant. Um, so for these young guys, go up on the road in their first game, be down, pull away, maintain that lead. That was that was another thing I really liked about this game is I think the Cougars had like a seven point lead and it kind of seemed like Marshall started pushing back and it could have gone the way the Oklahoma state game did where you start hanging your head, they get a big play or a big putback or a big and one. And you know, you kind of let your foot off the gas, but to their credit, Charleston kept that seven point lead and then they expanded it up to 10 to close the game. So a really good finish for them and a, a good sign of kind of mental toughness for for a young team to do that I thought yeah I mean you, you look at that kind of 18 minute mark down to the the under 12 media in the second half and that's if you look at that side by side of the Oklahoma State game that's when we get down by like 11 points uh, yeah. but versus Marshall you know they kind of went shot for shot with us there for a minute and you hang tough then all of a sudden with about 13 minutes left Sam hits a huge three uh, you go up five points and then you just kind of put them away from there um, and that, that's just so important to show some of that maturity in the second half to know that, hey, it's the under 12 media, you know, we, you with you withhold the storm in the second half because some teams are going to come out really hot in the second half. And it kind of felt like Marshall was going shot for shot with us and playing with us. And then you just put them away and keep them away. And so uh, and, and Coach Grant will always tell you defense travels on the road. Your shooting doesn't always. And it was uh, it was good to see CFC play some good defense in the second half, hit some big shots uh, and come away with a 10 point win on the road. For sure, yeah. Uh, Marshall not expected to to do much in Conference USA, but um, you know, don't forget the name of their head coach. He is a D'Antoni, <laughs> run, runs good offense, and uh, it's another young team. We're a young team, so to win by ten, take that any day of the week. Yeah, every, every win's important, and the fact that you get Epps and Reddish uh, eight and nine minutes respectively that that's huge. Um, and you come out of there with with a ten point win. Every game's important. Every road game's important. You know, you want to try to steal as many as you can. And to me, this was a great game to bounce back from Oklahoma State, yep. get your confidence up, and, and now we get to go to UCF and, and see what we can do down there versus a good team. Absolutely. Marshall, 15 for 28 from the free throw line. Jeez, that is something Coach cannot be happy about with those guys. No, you're going to be running a lot in practice after <laughs> that. I can tell you that much. Uh, I've, I've had practices like that with Coach Grant, and uh, I got in shape pretty quickly after those. So, yeah, good. I can see that. I can see that happening. <laughs> I'm just going through some some other notes here. Eight assists to 13 turnovers. I think a lot of those turnovers were in the first half. I, I know Coach Grant doesn't love that ratio. Um OC Smart Limited. I had three fouls in the first half and then quickly picked up the fourth, I think a minute in. So props to Sam for for playing some Iron Man type minutes there. And uh yeah, proud of proud of the young guys to to get some road reps in. Yeah, I think it was a great game and, and obviously you want more out of OC, but to have a guy like Sam Miller that you can throw in off the bench, obviously their games are totally different. Um it wouldn't shock me at some point to see Sam starting, but at the same time um, to bring a guy off the bench that you know can give you a, a six six out of seven field goal uh, shooting, 13 points, he can stretch the floor from three, obviously, and then goes and gets you eight rebounds and two assists. If you can have a guy like that coming off your bench, that, that's huge. And so uh, overall, just, just a great game by everybody. Um, felt like guys kind of got their rhythm a little more, even though the shots weren't falling yet. 
and uh, hopefully just carries us for the next couple games and, and gets us ready for a good tournament out in Anaheim. One of these days, the threes are going to fall, man. <laughs> One of these days, and it's going to be it's going to be awesome. As, uh, hopefully, it happens this weekend. Yeah, as as long as it happens by the three days in March up in DC, that's that's all that matters. So, if it that's if right, it takes the that's right. To get hot, that's all right. But uh, I I feel confident this team's going to be fine down the stretch. Good, good. All right. So on Saturday, as you mentioned, the Cougars go down to Orlando, take on a, a UCF team. Nice NCAA tournament appearance by this team last year. They they lose some pieces. Taco Fall, you know, celebrity up in Boston, now now in the league or in the G League. But still, this should be a good test. Uh, but something the Cougars do have on their side is Grant Riller playing in Orlando again, as he did last year, where he is a whole different animal. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to be in full beast mode being back in Orlando. Obviously, he played amazing last year in that tournament down there. This is a chance and pretty much his only chance, unless something were to happen with NCAA or whatever, uh, to, to play in Orlando in front of the home crowd. I'm sure he's going to have a ton of family and friends there. Um, it's a Saturday game. They're playing a team that was really good last year, NCAA team. Um, I, I think the Cougars have a chance. I think that – really relies on grant having a big game and i feel really confident that that he will have one on saturday yeah early start to uh two o'clock game it's on one of the espn online platforms either watch espn or espn3 whatever whatever it's called now so fans should be able to to tune into that but uh yeah i mean maybe this is the game where the offense comes alive maybe you know the threes are raining down and and the guys are running and gunning and uh they they pull an upset but uh UCF is uh, is a strong team, and we kind of saw this with uh, with the Georgia State team, where perennial NCAA tournament team lost a lot of pieces, but they still came into TD Arena, and the team is still composed of guys who know how to win and have been on winning teams for a long time. So even even if you do lose some pieces, there are still talented players on the roster. Yeah, and and they've obviously got a great coach and Coach Dawkins. Um, and you look at their stat lines; they got four guys in double figures, and then it goes eight, seven, six. So you're really yeah. playing uh, eight deep and you got guys that can, you know, can clearly score the ball at a decent level. And so it's going to be a tough game for sure. Like you said, these guys are ex- somewhat experienced. They're obviously in a bigger conference um, and they've been to NCAA tournaments. They've had that experience before. So it's, it's definitely going to be a tough game. But I think if our defense uh, can continue to, to play well off the Marshall game and, you know, just hit a couple more threes and Grant have a big game, you know, I think it could come down to a, a close late game. And, and from there, I, I uh, have full faith in, in Grant Riller compared to anybody on the UCF roster. Straight up. And then after that, the Cougars are going to stay on the road for a while. Uh, they're not going to be back into TD Arena until December 8th. Um, so they've got a tournament out in Anaheim, as you mentioned, Wooden Legacy Tournament. They open with a pretty enticing draw. Um, they play an ACC opponent, but one that is very shaky right now, and that is Wake Forest. Any thoughts on that particular game or or that tournament in general? I think we've got a great chance at, at upsetting Wake Forest. Um, I played in that tournament my first year at CFC. Uh, it's kind of a weird tournament because you're out in California. There's not a ton of fans at it normally. Um, and then you can play in the big uh, – I don't know if they're still doing it at the uh, – Fullerton, a little smaller arena than the final at the Honda Center, but it's uh, you're either playing in a small arena with not a lot of people or in a big arena with not a lot of people. So it's kind of a, a weird atmosphere. It's obviously over Thanksgiving, um, 
but I think we've got a great shot at beating Wake Forest. And that's what's so important in these tournaments is getting a good draw for that first game because the first game is honestly the most important. You lose it, you're automatically in that that loser's bracket where you don't want to be – you're getting bad game times um, and still playing tough opponents. And so if you can win a game and get into that winner's bracket, you know that you're only one more game away from the final. And so I'd, I'd love for this team to get hot. I think that draw is really in our favor. Uh, Wake Forest lost to Charlotte a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. Um, and Charlotte's a good team doing it wrong. Their, their coach has done a great job kind of rebuilding that program. And they've got Davidson coming up this week. And so I, uh, I hope that we can put it together and, and upset Wake Forest um, and then go to that second round and, and hopefully get another shot at, at winning that one and put ourselves in a position to, to be in either a first or third place game. That'd be great to see from the Cougars. Yeah, Wake is a good draw. And then even in that second round, if if it's a matchup with Providence, Providence too is uh, you know, name recognition, but this year has has looked a little a little shaky too. So who knows? Anything can happen. It's been a while since the Cougars won their first game in one of these tournaments. Um for fans who don't know, the Charleston Classic being in our home arena gives us the in with these ESPN tournaments. So we play in one every year. Um but yeah, I feel like it's been a while since the Cougars did not start 0-1. Yeah, I mean, we we had some good draws, even in my time, that we we felt like we could take advantage of and just didn't. You know, we played a tough St. John's team in the Charleston Classic uh, and lose by, I think, like 13. And then you, you take Auburn um, and, you know, think you have another chance of beating them and you lose and all of a sudden you're in the third place ga- or seventh place game. Um, and then we yeah. go out to California and I think we had uh, – San Diego State the first game and they just beat the brakes off of us and then <laughs> play an Arizona State team that's really tough and um, I, I think that this is one of the best matchups we've ever had um, in one of these tournaments and so I feel really good about our, our chances of going on to the winner's bracket and I, I hope that they can take care of business out there. So taking the temperature of this team now uh, four games in is it just a matter of uh of the shooting coming around? Are there any other concerns you have? Anything stand out? Overall, I think it's it's really kind of relying on that shooting coming around. I think the defense has been pretty good. Um, it's been solid enough, in my opinion. I mean, you, you hold Marshall 66. Uh, Oklahoma State game, obviously, um, Ziagua got hot. I don't know if this defense uh, or this team is going to be some of those elite Earl Grant you know, stingy defense. I think it's going to be more opportunistic. You see Grant with the steals and getting out and running. Um, So I I feel good about the defense, but to me, the offense, if we can just get the consistent shooting and especially getting one or two of those guys consistently in double figure scoring is is going to be really important, but you're sitting at three and one and and you've played a really good schedule. Um, I, I feel really confident about what this team can do. Three and one. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody looking at the schedule at the beginning of the season probably would have had the same, um, you know, unless you were really bullish on on this team against Oklahoma State. But yeah, a lot of teams would take three and one right now. Uh, I agree with you. I think, um, as you mentioned, the team is kind of built, built small. They do have depth, so they can take some some risks. But if you're going to play small, you got to make some shots um, and, and, you know, put put pressure on the defense that way. Hopefully um, they keep building, build off the Oklahoma state game, build off the, the first road victory. And um, hopefully things fall into place for this team. And they're really, uh, really in a good spot come conference time. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think this UCF game is going to be a huge one for us, showing us uh, just what they're capable of, of on a road game. It's going to be a tough road game versus a good opponent. Um, and then you get to see them in a, in a three-day tournament that kind of mimics what it's like in March. And so all these things, you know, add up for CAA play and, and conference tournament play. And so the most important thing is, is that they learn from these games and improve on them, uh, improve on their mistakes and, and hit their stride once conference season starts uh, in January. Right on. Well, Harrison, I appreciate your time as always, my friend. And uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. And we'll be catching the game uh, on Saturday. Sounds good. Always happy to, to come on here and, and talk about CFC and go Cougars. Go Cougars, man. Thanks. Thank you.